I'd like to begin with some <clears throat> thank yous to the Talbot family, the Nover family, for getting here so quickly uh, to support Heath and Becky and Abby. To Eagle Bible Church uh, and the churches in this valley who responded so quickly to the call to love. Uh, to Brush Creek Elementary School, to Colorado Business Bank, to people who don't even know you, who are showing their love. Uh, and most of all, we want to thank God for His calming presence in this time of pain. And so let's, let's pray once more to Him. Father, we we are hurting. Heath and Becky, the Talbots and the Dovers are hurting. Eagle Bible Church is hurting. The churches of this valley are hurting. This community is hurting. So would you bring us and show us and reveal to us the hope? Father, we're confused. So would you bring clarity? And Father, this is a painful situation. I ask by the power of the Holy Scripture and the power of the Holy Spirit within the hearts of those who know the Lord Jesus Christ that you would bring a peace that surpasses all understanding. And our Lord, I ask now as we look and process together this painful situation, might your name be lifted up, might we be comforted, and might this community be changed because of the power of your word, the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. It was two weeks ago today you were at our house and Hunter was crawling on the floor. And it was just fun to see Lawson and Hunter just crawling around, banging on things. I'll always remember that. And I'll always remember at church or in the office, at your house, you holding him in your arms and he always, he was thinking about something. He always had that pensive look kind of right there. And he would just be thinking. And I would walk up and do something, say something. And he's thinking, Mom, what's the silly pastor doing? Watch this. And he'd just smile. I'd go away and he'd say, see, talk. And those are the things we want to remember. Those times when we're, when there's pain, let's reflect upon the joy that this little boy brought to you and to your family. And folks, we need to process this together. Heath and Becky, family, friends, 
those of you in the community that have come out to support them, right now we need to grieve and we need to bring glory to God. Right now we need to know three things. God is sovereign. God is good. And God is enough. Because many of you are thinking, let's just throw the question out there, if God is so good, why would he allow this to happen? To this family? And it's okay to ask questions. It is. It is okay to ask questions of God. It is not okay to question God's character. It is okay to ask questions of God. Just yesterday I sat with Heath and Becky and we read Psalm 13 together. How long, O Lord? How long? But the psalm ends in hope. But I will trust in your steadfast love. And so we need to know that, that God is sovereign. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows things that are yet to come. And Heath and Becky believe this. Heath called me yesterday morning, and he said, you'll never believe this. And I said, what? Totally random, he says. Because he's a week and a half behind in reading. This is good. <clears throat> this helps. I had given Reith, a, he, Reith, his name is Reith, I had given Heath a reading plan. And he had started on it. And he said, you know, in my reading today and following this plan, the Lord spoke to me through his word in 2 Corinthians 12. It says, my grace is sufficient for you. Not random. Not a process of evolution. Sovereign God, who knew Heath before he even created the world, and knew he would fall a week behind on his reading plan. It's okay. He planned it. And it comforted you. And Becky, sitting in their basement yesterday, as the two have become one flesh, one would give counsel and the other would listen. The other would give counsel. And then the, the other spouse would listen. And she said, Heath, if the Lord had wanted anything different, he would have changed the circumstances. And for a grieving mother... To have that come out of her mouth tells me that her heart loves Jesus, knows God is sovereign. The overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak. And so we must begin with God is sovereign. And he's not just sovereign, but he's good. He's good. The Psalms, right in the middle of the Bible, Psalm 119.68 says, You are good, and you do good. You are in your character a good God, and in your actions you do good. The Lord is good and and did good in giving Hunter to you. He was a, as the Psalms say, he's a gift, a precious gift from the Lord that he gave you on October 21st, 2008. The Lord is good and did good that. The Lord is good and did good in leaving Hunter with you. 
him 300 days. As we talked about it yesterday, you remembered the, you remember the joy. We look at the slideshow and we remember the joy that he brought to you and to the family, to us. And the Lord is good and he, and he did good. Even in, in taking Hunter from us and from you. Why? We can ask that question. We don't know. But even in, because even in the fact that he is no longer with us, you know where he is, don't you? He's with Jesus. He's, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord and infants, all infants, go to heaven with Jesus. He's there. And he'll face no more pain. He will not go through the stuff that we went through. He will not have struggles that many of us face. He doesn't have to walk by faith. He is looking upon the Lord even as I speak. The Lord is good. And now even as you too and this family grieve, the Lord is good as you believe that God is enough. Are we going to continue to grieve together? Absolutely. And God is enough. Will it take a while for consistent peace to set in? Yeah. And God is enough. God working right now in ways we can't even see. And right now, he's enough. Are the waves of emotion going to continue to come in? Joy, pain, contentment, confusion, peace, sorrow. And in all of that, God is enough. Why did this happen to this couple in this valley? That's the question most of you are thinking. And like Job's friends, I would be a fool to speculate too long. One lady told me yesterday that in her grieving for you, it helped her reconsider her priorities. Maybe it is so that there are other couples in this valley that you can comfort with the comfort which which you've received. And maybe... It's for those in this valley and those of us in this church and in your family. They see that your hopes and dreams, as beautiful as he is, and as we saw him, your hopes and dreams aren't in him. Don't want to stay there too long. Why? It's fair to ask that question. We cannot fully grasp why but we can completely trust who. And I'm fully convinced that Heath and Becky will be reunited reunited with their son in heaven by the profession of their faith in Jesus Christ and by the evidence of that faith in their daily lives. I'm fully convinced that they'll be reunited with Hunter. You will. In the presence of Jesus, you will return there and you will see Hunter and you will see Jesus and you'll rejoice with Hunter in the presence of Jesus. Charles Spurgeon, 
said that infants, when they die, they speed their way to paradise. Hunter, he's just on the fast track of where Christians want to be. And everybody in this room needs to know that Hunter is not in heaven by anything other than the sovereign grace of a merciful God. And it's the same for us. It's not about good works. It's not about the right religion. It's not about going through the Christian motion. It is about trusting Jesus, the Savior of the world. It's about faith alone in Christ alone, who went to the cross alone and died for our sins alone. And God wants us to believe in him. That death has a way of clarifying life. And the scripture says, and you're living out, for those who love God, and I know you do, all things work together for good. We can't see it right now, but we'll watch it. We can see it a little bit in the love that's been shown to you, but we'll watch it unfold. So my question, how about you? Are you ready? They're ready to be reunited with Hunter. Are you ready? Those of you with infant children, if the Lord were to take that infant child to speed his way or her way to paradise, would you be ready? You would be hurting, but would you be hopeful? that by God's grace, through Jesus Christ and faith in him, you would be reunited. See, for those of us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the reality of hell and the ideas of reincarnation or disappearing into eternal bliss, they don't bring us to despair. For those of us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, like Heath and Becky, there's a different path they walk down. So where do we go from here? We begin where the slideshow ended. We trust in the Lord with all our heart, and we lean not on our own understanding. But in all our ways, we acknowledge Him, and He will make our path straight. We trust in the Lord. We believe in Him, and for some of you, I hope that that day is now. We trust in the Lord with all our heart. It's total sacrifice. And we trust in the Lord with all our heart and we lean not on our understanding. I don't have an answer for you. Why? I don't. But we know who, don't we? And we lean not on our own understanding. But in all our ways, we acknowledge him. We put him first. And you know what? He's going to make those paths straight. Not without pain. He never promised us health and wealth. Not without darkness. He asked us to walk by faith. But it'll make him straight. And do you want to know where that path ends? It ends with Jesus. Along the way, life is mysterious, but it ends with Jesus for those of us who know him.
I want to read you a hymn that shows the beauty of God in the midst of trial. It says, God moves in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and he rides upon the storm. You're in a storm now, but God's above it. Deep in unfathomable minds of never failing skill, he treasures up his bright designs and he works his sovereign will. God didn't make a mistake. Ye fearful saints, fresh courage take. His mercies are new every morning. The clouds ye so much dread are big with mercy and shall break in blessings on your head. Judge not the Lord with feeble sense, but trust him for his grace. Behind a frowning providence, he hides a smiling face. Blind unbelief is sure to err and scan his work in vain. Why did this happen? God isn't good. God is his own interpreter, and he'll make it plain. It's going to take some time, but he will. And in the end, this book ends. You know what he says? He will wipe away every tear, and death shall be no more. There shall be no more mourning, nor crying, nor pain. For all those things will pass away. And one day, you too are going to see Jesus. And you know what he's going to say? He's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. And in the cloud of witnesses, you know what you just may hear? Welcome home, mom and dad. Father, Thank you. Thank you for Hunter. Thank you for his pensive smile. Thank you for his mommy and daddy who in the midst of this trial are a witness to me, my wife, Eagle Bible Church, the churches of this valley, their family, and this entire community of how a couple can grieve and bring you glory. Would you give them sweet rest today? I pray for every person in this room that knows them personally, that they would not forget them next week. I thank you for every person in here who has done something to make this day special for them. We don't know all their names, but you do. And so, Lord, as we end this service and begin to walk through this together, as we go very hunter as a sign of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, might you give us all that peace that surpasses all understanding and might you guard all our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.
It's in his name I pray. Amen.